we have a musical intro. Uh, we hit you guys. You're, you're gonna groan right away. Just like, just give it a second. You think you've heard it before? Ah. You really had to do that. Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> okay. Is everyone else hearing this? <laughs> it's just like this. How did it get better? This is great Rick Astley song. <laughs> Whose remix is this, Nico? Uh, so this... <laughs> no, knowing you, some AI bullshit going on there. Yeah, that's a that's a song where they took twelve seconds from Rick Astley and then had an AI just take it over at twelve seconds and continue from there. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. Um, so wow. technically, you didn't just Rickroll. Technically, entire technically, none of that is copyrightable. Wow. YouTube. <laughs> we'll cut out the first twelve seconds, actually. But <laughs> yeah, you just got the first twelve seconds. Um. Yeah, so like the past week while we were busy getting our minds blown by Stable Diffusion, uh, OpenAI dropped Jukebox, which is basically the same thing for music. Um, so, so, yeah. <laughs> the machine overlords are coming for the artist jobs and the musicians. Jobs. Oh, yeah. yeah. No one's safe. No one's Everyone. safe. We're talking about the speed of change, and it's like, oh, it is going really fast. Uh-oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if it's an uh-oh, actually. It's just really crazy. Yeah. So, uh, so Mark. Hi. 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 Oh, hi, Mark. You know, the summer, the summer, we had a wonderful summer, Mm -hmm. but the leaves are changing colors and the seasons are changing. And, uh, sounds like it might be time for you to graduate. I'm fucking out of (laughs) here. I'm gone. Freedom. Got your credits and you're hitting the road. Get your credits. He stands for diploma. I didn't learn Unreal, but I'm getting out of here. Yeah. Yeah. Wait. You're leaving and you don't know in real? I know a little bit. A little you know? I saw Irish Temple run. That was pretty yeah, good. Yeah. That was pretty good. It, it was nice because that was a proof of concept of like all the tutorials that I watched kind of like solidified in that moment. It wasn't that I walked in a, like I saw comments there that was like, wow, he, he seems pretty smart. He knows what he's doing. He's like, no, I've, I've fumbled through all those systems prior. And so I kind of had some dull <laughs> recollection in my brain. Just go, I know that system. Oh, I can do something like that. But yeah, I am. Uh, I'm ending my internship here for uh, for, for good, <laughs> officially, you know, officially forever. So, like coming in, what was your goal with with this internship? Because, I mean, from the outside observer, it'd be weird. It might be kind of weird to be like, "Oh, you're just you have your own thing going on and it's going great. Why would you just be an intern somewhere else?" Um, because it's funny. <laughs> well, more more just because, like, I, I had this idea a while ago, and we talked about this on the last podcast that I was on, um, but just, like, it's just an opportunity to hang out with my fellow peers on YouTube, people mm-hmm. that are creative and getting into that, that same circle. It's so hard to get that, even if you're not doing youtube or something like that it's so hard to find like-minded people so Mm -hmm. it was a it was a welcome change of pace 
uh, to be in an environment where there are other people that are creatively minded in different ways. I would not be as obsessed with AI if it wasn't for mostly you, actually. <laughs> you and your your perverse uh, distortions of reality and uh, machines taking over everyone's job and your Greg Rakowski. You know, he's pissed at you, right? You know, he's yeah. pissed yeah, at you specifically. Specifically, yeah. Wait, yeah. really? No, I don't know. I mean, maybe. Creator clash. Chances oh, are man, I was wondering if he posted something. <laughs> he, he said, uh, uh, he made a statement. It wasn't directly at you. But it, was, it was, Nico, you can suck. Okay, sorry. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But he just said, like, that man, they should prevent living artists from being put into these AI programs. And I'm pretty sure it's because... I don't know who you saw type in Greg Rakowski and it'll make good stuff, but you made a very popular video that said type in Greg Rakowski and it'll make cool, cool stuff. Yeah. Well, you know what? If, if you didn't want everybody to use his name, maybe he should have made his stuff so cool. Yeah. So, stop being so talented, <laughs> Greg. Yeah. It's his art. It was uh, asking for it. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Look, we're it going real deep. So on so Sorry, Greg Rakowski, that you're defining the visual sensibility of the new modern age art renaissance. Yeah. I'm really sorry about that. Mm, yeah. No, I get it. It's, it's good art. It's well done. But it is, it is an interesting uh, can of worms, but I'm slowly diving deep into it myself. It's super. And like, where, so, you know, obviously somebody can watch something and get inspired by it and, you know, replicate it kind of through their own filter. In your mind, Mark, where's the divide between watching something and getting inspired by it versus like typing Greg Rutkowski and just taking the, uh, the result and calling it a day? I mean, as a Let's Player, I just Google whatever everyone else is playing in terms of games <laughs> and I play that game. Nah, not always, but sometimes, I, you know, I'm not going to lie, I do. Uh, <laughs> you know, it's it's tough. I'm not an artist. I am not talented in that oh, way. Oh, come on. You're definitely an artist. You make you make so many thumbnails. I'm not a You're like this, the people of thumbnails. I'm not this artist. You know, I don't do this oh, right, nonsense right, right, right. with all these and on a tablet. I don't do none of that. Everything I do is just like mouse based and like auto selection based. But when it comes down to like stealing art or whether it's interpretation, you know, is 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 it? Is it good? Is it bad? I can't make that distinction because honestly, there's so many people that just do what I do on YouTube and I have no problem with it. It's kind of like, mm -hmm. cool. It's I started some kind of a trend um, or, you know, oh, some people were inspired to play this game or, oh, this game got more attention. At the end of the day, a lot more people know the name Greg Rakowski because of all the people typing it in and all people do know his work. So yeah. on an individual level, he's not suffering at all from it. He mm -hmm. is actually benefiting from it. I would imagine. Yeah. You'd hope he'd get more attention. He, I mean, he I is. Didn't know <clears throat> By default, he, he is, you know? Yeah. I didn't know who he was. Yeah, I looked up his I, art. Honestly. Yeah. 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 It, was, it was something. Else. Like, art is, uh, you can make the huge argument of, like, when as soon as an artist makes a piece of art, are they separate from their art? Is it released into the world, and then it just goes forever? Um, like, what do you do with it if someone decides to change it or alter it in any way? I think, like, I'm of the mind, like, once something's out there, uh, it's it's there forever, and you can only yeah. try to make as much intention as possible. Like with Unis Honest, we had every intention of being like, it's done and it's dead, and there's still people that rewatch videos, you know, uh, and it doesn't have the same meaning, of course, mm -hmm. but I can't stop them. Well, I mean, I can copyright claim all of the videos on YouTube, <laughs> which we do, but you know, I can't really stop do they, them. Do they pop up pretty consistently or yeah, like posted on file sharing websites? All over, or? you know, you'll find them. If, if you look, you can find them pretty easily. It doesn't yeah. take too long. Yeah, but it's like, yeah, what what can you do? It, it is the world and the internet is is a big place of remixing things. So it, it's like trying to fight against that is a is a battle of futility. You will be Sisyphus pushing the rock up the mountain if yeah. you do that. I read a great quote I think this morning that was the internet is written in ink. 
Like, <laughs> and I, yeah. I was like, ooh, that's, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like once it's out there, it's out there. Like no matter what, someone is, someone saw it and they're like, oh, I'm downloading that. I'm screenshotting that. I'm yeah. screen grabbing it. Like, and, and there's yeah. like 50 layers of that transfer paper too. And then they yeah. all get sent out to opposite corners of the world <laughs> yeah. and downloaded to people's yeah, hard Yeah, it's crazy, man. Yeah. Saved forever. <clears throat> yeah, I was talking to Griffin about it. He's, it was like, what are, what should artists do? Like, yeah, Griffin's our in-house artist, by the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Extremely and talented. He has a lot of like you know opinions on this, obviously, because mm-hmm. he's the one who's like, it's like he's seeing all of his coworkers like going, "I can make awesome art," and he's sitting there like making awesome art. And he's like, <laughs> "Shit," <laughs> but like it makes you think like if I were an artist who's just getting started, I would be looking how do I define my personal style yeah. into something completely different. It is not a good time to be a, a CG paint painterly concept artist right yeah now. like yeah. you're the same styles yeah, yeah. you, you got to like innovate now and this is going to push people i think to really innovate styles and like make their own like it's like on a dollar bill like how do you make a forge proof like thing mm. in your art that no ai can replicate like what is your hand right i don't know that, if that's like, possible other than maybe literal hands because yeah yeah <laughs> we'll give it a couple of years and you there'll just be nothing really detailed hands yeah, yeah. yeah i can't replicate it's just that. honestly yeah it's all hand art dude draw me a, a turkey hand or whatever. <laughs> i can't help but think of that video that we did where you came up with your uh stop it and I'm just like, I'm going to steal your idea. <laughs> <laughs> it's literally. But it was an AI idea, too. I know. It was yeah. so mad. So oh, my gosh. Yeah, that's basically, that, yeah. that's where we're at. Yeah. Have we're you guys at. been finding with the stable diffusion in particular that it really gets that, like, gambling bit in your brain where it's like, <laughs> ooh, if I just yeah. generate once more, I'm going to mm. get that that perfect result. And totally. it shows that, like, we've kind of been talking about that of, yeah. like, it's it's addicting. Like, yeah. I'm definitely like, oh, I could just tweak this one little parameter and then it'll be perfect. And it's not perfect. So you hit generate again. Yeah. It's still not perfect. And you just like, you can so spend every once in a while it pops. Like, oh, that's nice. You oh, yeah. get that little hit. And yeah. then you're like, yes. Dude, I've been it's like, that little hit of like when, you know, you get a haircut and you like glance at yourself in the mirror. You're like, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> you know but you're like ooh, i'm a knight <laughs> ooh, someone painted me yeah. you know it's like yeah let's see what it can do next i've been having a lot more fun with novel ai and i was talking to you about this have any of you tried novel ai no, no. it's it? it's a it's a, a story ai or ai i always try to do ai it's a story <laughs> model um basically it's an advanced linguistic model that is able to take prompts in and generate uh, story after that their most recent version and I, I'm not sponsored by them in any way I just I have felt that thing of like just wanting to keep going uh, with this because the newest model is so weirdly good like if I write in short stupid sentences like he woke up hit what dark he did <laughs> and I pick up a certain preset it'll write just like that like and then he got up and he stubbed his toe and it hurt real bad he go out and it'll, it'll write like that or if i write in a less stupid way it'll match my voice and so it's the first time where i felt like wow i'm writing with an extension of myself like mm. i was saying like you were saying a suit of armor is on you it's not like something's writing for me but i feel like i can guide it and i think that's where ai in terms of how artists are going to deal with it in the future have to approach it is like it is a tool an extension of yourself until ai becomes real ai and it can think for itself it's always going to have to be guided Mm -hmm. and used in the hand of a person and it's how they brush with that paintbrush that really makes it matter yeah it's definitely like a time to look at history a little bit and see 
like what has happened when other machines have come out that accelerate human workflows to the point where you think you'd eliminate humans from the from the you know picture and obviously you know like you know obviously there's less coal miners now than there were before yeah. but when you look at like the progress of certain things generally speaking when something gets easier to make people want more of it you yeah. know it's like you know when when we could start making air conditioners easier everybody wanted air conditioning and now there's air conditioners everywhere you know it wasn't like well you know i guess the hvac industry dried up when air conditioners got cheap it's like no it like it increased demand increased like you know lo- longing for it but it also kind of brings up this like this era that we kind of move into where like the internet is effectively like a second you know pseudo reality that you project yourself into and now when you have ai that you can filter yourself through your voice can be different your image can be different you can truly be somebody else entirely on the internet versus what you are in real life yeah i saw i saw i think we brought it up last podcast this comparison of like all these ai image generation tools are kind of like okay when pro tools or like other DAWs were invented for music but then just thinking about that now i think we kind of go in that argument of like it's so much more approachable for someone in their laptop to make music like that's Mm -hmm. that's a big thing but also maybe that music isn't as good like it's there's more opportunity and it allows people like myself, like I'm not a talented painter, I'm not whatever, mm-hmm. but I can now use stable diffusion, mid journey, whatever to create these cool concept pieces. But does that just like dilute art? Like it's like when music becomes easier to create, there's more bad or mediocre music. Does this just mean there's going to be more bad mediocre art or like derivative? Cause it's just, I don't know. It's such a weird thing, right? Like it's like how, yeah, you like, can you can mark the advancement of civilization in the dilution of specialization, right? Yeah. So way back when people were extremely specialized. Well, actually, no, actually, way way back when people generalized, and then they specialized as yeah. civilization came up, and then there comes this weird time when there's this de-specialization, and it kind of pushes people into even tighter specializations. But generally, everyone can do more and more things, mm-hmm. and so the end result is that everyone is able to make anything they want that appears in their head at any moment. And the defining thing is how good is that thing in your head? How good are you at translating this image in your head into reality? Mm-hmm. And I think like, it's not going to leave. There's going to be definitely a wash of art, but in the same way that when painters went from physical paint to digital paint, there was surely quantity wise way more, <laughs> yeah. but because people were able to practice their craft a lot more with better tools and they don't have to buy pain. They don't have to work with the, the weirdness of, physical mediums um they're able to express their imagination there are some digital uh, works of art that are that if you showed like a renaissance painter they'd go (laughs) you know they'd just be like so freaked out at the possibility that that could even happen you know it'd be amazing i guess it's it's not a bad thing ultimately because it lowers the barrier to entry for people to do that but i guess it's like this argument of like lowering the barrier to entry at the same time diluting the art if you would like well, but yeah, I don't know. I don't think there's, I think things, dilution's only possible if you have to look at everything all at once. Yeah. Um, you know, it's like, think of YouTube. Did YouTube delight, dilute like videos? Like, no, no, there's like far better videos on the internet now than there were before YouTube. Yeah. You know, but they have a systems in place to help you organize it. It's very crazy. It's very wacky. Yeah. I guess it's just like, just because there is more and there's more noise and there's more like derivative and maybe not as high quality stuff doesn't mean you're going to see all of it like i'm sure we're probably going to have i mean i'm already kind of seeing it on social media you see this wave of like look at this ai thing i generated it's like cool but it's not 
amazing. And I think we'll just like totally. that'll come down, and then we'll start to see like uh, artists like like Griffin. Even he's already starting to you know learn the tools, being able to use that and apply it to their craft, and really be like, oh wow, these already talented artists now have this like incredible tool mm-hmm. in their toolbox that can just help them become a better and especially not just better but more efficient artist like mm-hmm. that's the biggest thing to me is like just the efficiency in terms of concepting and just like asset creation totally. even. yeah like <clears throat> it's amazing you it's could just type out what your 3d model was that you wanted in blender versus having to sit there and model it like what would you pick it's like i'd pick i'd pick the fastest easiest way to yeah i suck at modeling yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah i think we're also wired to be like well i grew up with hardships and barriers so everyone <laughs> yeah. else needs to have them but like yeah. really it's like all we've yeah. ever been working towards is you know de-specialization yeah, it's like man. i want to be able to do everything all the time and not go pay this guy <laughs> to do it for me you know yeah so it's just... like it's the natural this is the natural like it's tech computation and tech and arts they're both now meeting so yeah. it's the natural progression of things is it good i don't know but it's it's how it, it was always going to happen. Have you have you been writing a book with Novel AI? Have you I've actually been, like been getting a product out? I've been writing so much stuff. I've been having help writing scripts. I've been writing uh, not necessarily books, but just like getting stories out of my head. I guess it, it is a book until you make it something else. <laughs> um, but I, I found like and the, the, the strange crux that I see people going towards is like, you know, just because everyone can be an artist doesn't mean everyone will be an artist and again i was telling you this about the, what i discovered when i was going to look up more help about novel ai <laughs> went onto the discord and i found that the vast majority of the people that you're using said software and probably sable diffusion now are just making porn <laughs> they just yeah. uh, like a lot of the writers are just writing smut and and it's just one of those things where it's like hey i guess that is where people would gravitate towards i suppose so really like when you get the whole masses being able to make things it's kind of like man maybe not the best idea but it does leave the rest of it to like the the artists that are really going to push the art art as an art form not that porn isn't an art form i guess i'm curious to see what kind of offended comments end up on this (laughs) (laughs) yeah there's that robot that's like, what is my purpose? Uh, you write smut. Well, I mean, I feel, like, I feel like they're the only ones who have, like, an actual market, though, for this stuff. Yeah, it's like, like they're, they're the ones who can make a product. Yeah, seriously, yeah. like, so I, good for them. So I, I mean, gotta ship ten chapters yeah. of this Harry Potter. Sorry. <laughs> wasn't it the same way with, like, d- wasn't, like, deepfake tech, like, advanced by that industry, too? Like, probably. Just a yeah, ton. That is kind of like, ones really that was kind of the first it. thing. It was porn. Yeah. That's right. They're like, okay, let's turn this into a product. So, but you know, yeah. to its credit, it's like Deepfakes really took a hard turn out of that realm into like actually using it for like really cool ideas and visual effects. And yeah, all that stuff. Yeah, it's like whether it's bringing a deceased actor back to life or yeah. you know, like I don't know. ILM was just like, yeah, we'll do it. <laughs> I mean, that was yeah, after the like porn industry scouter. smoothed out yeah. the kinks. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Did they smooth out the kinks? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's a it's crazy man i mean i'm just like since coming to quarter getting to like kind of dive more into deep fake stuff with you that was so cool to me and so it's so eye-opening how simple it is to kind of mm-hmm. learn because the process i mean that's the thing with stable diffusion it's like you did this awesome master class the other day and it was like oh yeah sweet we can just all do this. Now. My class achieved the rank of master. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> all right. Yeah. It was, yeah. it was so cool. Like it was really, it's all so approachable now too. Yeah. Like it's crazy. Yeah. And it's just a matter of like 
spending the time to Google how to do it, learning a little bit of Python, like all that sort of stuff. But it is approachable. And I think ultimately that's a good thing. Like totally. Yeah, I, th- I think so. I mean, all the cinematog- cinematographers were freaking out when DSLRs came out and were like, yeah, yeah right? these freaking amateurs, they think they can, you know, just make a film with depth of field now. <laughs> yeah. I it's only like, know how to put on a 50. <laughs> only I know about 80 millimeter lenses. Hey, like, I'm sure they were pissed. Yeah. yeah. And there's that span it's of a couple of years. It, you know? There's that span like, of a couple of years where it's like, if you were shooting digital and you had, you know, the Canon 5D Mark II or whatever, yeah. it's like, Oh, you could get something special out of it just because you had the camera. And after a totally. while, it's like everybody has the camera. Yeah. Like, it's weird yeah. to think, like, we were really just shooting on, like, these crappy wide-angle lenses. That was, like, yeah. all of home videos for, like, 10, 10 15 years was yeah. just the same lenses. And then it was, like, DSLRs pop. And we're like, oh, wow. Yeah. Bokeh? <laughs> <laughs> we didn't get 24 frames Sweet. per second until, like, I was graduating college. Yeah, what the heck? <laughs> <laughs> Damn, yeah. Mark, so you you were in a couple different videos over the, the past couple months that you've been with a us. A couple, a couple. People <laughs> don't know about more than half of them because they were on <laughs> they're on corridordigital.com. Crew cuts, crew cuts. There are yeah. amazing crew cuts episodes. But I wanted I to ask you, like, okay, you can't say the crew cuts. We can talk about the crew cut season finale, but you can't say the crew cut season finale as the answer to this question. But mm. what video did you enjoy making the most? <sighs> I don't know, man. <laughs> it's hard to pick. Uh, I wouldn't say it was like any of the crew cut stuff, even though that was very fun. Um, the Unreal one, because I actually learned Unreal in it, was a nice treat, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. after so long getting through there. Um, uh, it, it really was like kind of a fun journey. I, I almost don't remember them as single videos because it was many of them were filmed over such a weird period of time which is so different from how i do things if i'm doing a video it's like i'm sitting down until the video's done recorded mm-hmm. and then i'm done I, i'm not used to the picking up a shot here picking up a shot here over three days maybe a week um and so uh, i can't really boil it down to a video just because it was such a pleasant experience throughout the days oh that's, that's really nice that's awesome, well man. let me let me ask you another question that actually whenever anytime i have a friend visiting from like another country I always ask, and it's like they come for the first time. I ask them, like, what was the thing that you expected that totally felt like was your expectation? Mm-hmm. And what's the thing that you expected that was not at all, like did not at all turn out to be your expectation? I thought that working in a pit of people uh, basically would be uh, hell. And, <laughs> and it was, <laughs> but not for the reason that I thought. It was, it was hell because, not because of the people. I thought it would be hard to get anything done. And, mm-hmm. and in actuality, like, I got more done just because, like, there's people around you. There's, like, I can't, again, pull up my my AI smut machine and just, like, go to town <laughs> on it. Um, but there's, there's also uh, just, like, having this fun environment where everyone's joking and, you know, it's not too much pressure unless there's, like, a lot of videos going on. Then again, I wasn't, I wasn't editing, like, Punch for Punch season four, like, <laughs> the last episode or Matt's Son of a like, Dungeon. Shut up. <laughs> yeah there was more than one time where daniel needed a shot for crew cuts i don't know he was asking that i was like oh no oh god but all for the betterment um but it, it was hell because i just so happened to do this internship at the hottest point in summer and <laughs> one of the hottest summers in la in a room full of like there's 20 computers all <laughs> and the hottest dudes. I mean, yeah, the, hottest, the sweatiest dudes. Sweatiest, thank you. Yeah. yeah. But it's just like the sheer heat 
Yeah. I didn't believe it. It makes your head hurt after a while. I had to run out. I was drinking water. I never drank more water than I was at this office because it was just like that much I had to keep, to keep cool. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, completely. It was, it was still <laughs> the worst part of it, but not for the reasons that I thought. Okay. And then what, what was uh, the most defiant of your expectations? defiant of my expectations something you're like oh i I, like i think it'll be like this when i get there i think this is the thing i'll be doing or you know oh yeah it takes a hard u-turn it's like it's not that at all i thought i'd learn vfx (laughs) 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 i got you know (laughs) that's the secret none of us know vfx right right of course it's all the ai (laughs) we all pretend we know vfx I thought I'd pick up something, but it's like, I get it. Cause when I'm in videos, my best strong suit is like in front of the camera. Like mm-hmm. that's where my skill set has been developed over 10 years of doing YouTube. Um, and I'm good at editing, but there was no occurrence with which I needed to edit. There's plenty of very talented editors here. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then with VFX is like, I learned as much as I gave myself time to learn. I was having so much fun doing other stuff that I actually didn't take as much time just to actually do the thing that I came here for. Um, <laughs> but by sheer association, I did absorb a lot of it. And I, I learned a lot about like the process of, you know, file management, peer to peer communication in terms of like bouncing things back and forth, just being in between you and Jordan, just kind of hearing <laughs> these things about nuke and asking about things. They flew over my head, but I caught a few every once in a while. So, <laughs> nice. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, man, it was a, uh... It was really cool having you in the studio and just getting to meet you. And um, like this job's new for me being in front of the camera and to see how like natural it seems to you. And like, like every time you're on camera, I'm like, God damn, he's good. <laughs> like, <laughs> it, it honestly helped me be more comfortable on camera. Like, um, so it was, it was really cool just getting to be like, Oh damn, like Mark's just like improving this stuff. And it's like super like, I don't know. It just feels good. Like, and so it's helped me feel more comfortable on camera, just seeing how comfortable you are and oh. stuff. And like, I know we've talked about having this improv class in the studio and like, that sounds awesome. Like, it's so cool. Wow. It's, it's something that's so new to me still. Like every time there's a camera in my face, I'm like, how talk English good. Like, <laughs> so uh, you do great. I, I would thanks, never would have thought. And thank you for saying it. It's just like 10 years of exposure. will will do that to you yeah. every day. Yeah, like, man. Uh, but it's super cool. It's just, it's cool to see, like, I don't know. It's always interesting in any field to see someone that's really, like, you know, on top of their craft and just, like, firing, like, at a high level and just being like, oh, yeah, I can try to, like, absorb some of this by osmosis and just, you know, just observing, I think, is so important to learning. Like, just being immersed in it. So it's interesting that you say that about, like, just being immersed in the environment. You are picking up little things about VFX. So it's really cool, man. Oh, I just, yeah. It's been awesome having you in here. Oh, thank you very much. That's what yeah. Say. And likewise, I like, I've learned a bunch from having you here as well. Like, I know you were, I mentioned this, you were like texted you this, but like, I know you were the quote unquote intern, but like <laughs> having you here and like learning about your creative process and the way you approach things, the way you approach projects, um, you know, just like the way you kind of like sort out priorities of, I mean, I feel like you're kind of a similar mindset where <clears throat> when you're making something, you have to find something that's like, that excites you about it, right? It has to have a personal truth to it. Whether it's just be like, I like explosions. So I made a, an explosion scene, <laughs> you know, that's okay if that's what you like for that moment, you know, but like, it's not just about making something you like. It's also about making something that speaks to an audience so other people can engage with it and finding the balance between the two things. And, you know, that's something that you practice, you know, basically every day with your videos on your channel. And so having you kind of bring in that perspective and seeing how, how you approach that concept versus how we approach that concept. 
it was really insightful and really interesting and just you know kind of a reminder of like you know pop pause and step away from like the you know this video comes out in two days we got to get that done and just like a little bit bigger picture just slow down take a breath think about why are you doing this what's fun about it where do you want to be in five months where do you want to be in five years which you know i try to do but there's an extra extra nice time to get like a second reflection on that oh thank you yeah Nick, now it's your turn to yeah, say something say, nice okay. about me. <laughs> the workshop. The workshop. Uh, yeah. So fucking awesome. Oh, oh yeah. dude. <laughs> your dance moves now. <laughs> um, oh, really? <laughs> yeah, dude. Apparently. How are you going to come up with anything new? Oh, you took out the, work, the workshop. The workshop. Talk about the workshop. Talk about the workshop. It's so nice. Um, the workshop is nice. <laughs> I, I actually, I, I thought that was extra cool because it's kind of, and I'm not sure how much this is covered in crew cuts, but it's kind of like a rite of passage for every intern to clean out our prop room and workshop. Oh yeah. yeah. And well, you just raised the bar on everyone. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I don't know what our next intern's going to do, but it yeah. better, you know, it better be good. <laughs> I, I got to knock down a few walls. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Some kid's going to come in just fresh out of high school and be like, wait, I need to, you want me to do what now? <laughs> yeah, man. It's no, like, yeah, I, full remodel of our kitchen, please. <laughs> yeah, dude. It's it's honestly been awesome creating with you and just having you, like, getting to, like Fenner said, just, like, as someone who's who films every, everyone, I get to see how everyone, you know, acts on camera and off camera. And, like, it's definitely a just a comfort in front of camera where i don't know like it's hard to say like ren has all the energy but like it takes like 20 takes to get something <laughs> you just like say one thing in one take and it's like oh yeah that's going in <laughs> <So>. <laughs> but like it, it's different but like you can definitely uh i don't know man yeah it's it's been good i, I hope you come back for more yeah, I, I hope you. Uh, I already am. You, you asked me to come in for this this uh, Insta three sixty video. Oh, so that's video. A yes. Okay, good. If I can, yeah, of course. No, I'll be back. No, and man. Then... Yeah, it's cool. I, I feel like sometimes I look at life like an RPG, and you just unlocked a home base right on the mm -hmm. map, so you can come oh. back. You know, yeah, come back anytime. Create, take a snack from the fridge. Oh, you know, if, if you're thirsty and in the neighborhood, you maybe know. I will. That's very sweet. <laughs> Recharge no. your your health. You guys are yeah. too nice. Like it, it really is uh, just like pure exposure on doing those skills. I believe anyone can get to this point where like they're super comfortable in front of the camera. Like there's nothing. It's it's my machine learning algorithm has just been <laughs> exposed and trained a lot of repetitions. Um, I don't think that they're exactly how brains work, but there is some parallels to be said there. Yeah. Uh, and and it's it's also like part of the the thing that I worry about a lot for some other uh, like like people that come up in the celebrity like internet celebrity world they, they're they're thrust in front of the camera when they're not ready for it you'll see like on tiktok like stars just blow up all the kind all the time and then suddenly they're like okay go on tv now yeah. that's daunting even for me <laughs> the idea of like going on tv even though it's like less people would watch me on tv than would on my normal <laughs> videos <laughs> yeah it has this prestige to it it does like, it's, it's, it's all the the lights and the glamour but you get someone that has never done any of that um and just put them on there and then they just crumple under the pressure because of course they do anyone yeah. would like it, it, it i would have if if my <laughs> first year of making videos you put me like if there actually is a, a local news came to broadcast something <laughs> about a charity stream i didn't i'm just <laughs> <laughs> but you know it's it's so nice to uh not only have like people that 
can recognize that it's a cool thing to do, but also just like you guys understand it because you do, you make these videos. That's part of the reason why like it's, it's so fun to be in this environment because everyone here has the potential. It's just everyone's at various little, little places of specialization. Some people like really, really excel in, in visual effects. Some people are really pushing art. And it's like so many of these people that fill these bars of creativity and they're they're They overlap to this beautiful mesh of skills. Mm -hmm. This is like a really special place here. I, I like it. And I'm glad that I was able to help a little bit. Yeah. yeah. It was, I mean, it's really great having you here. I mean, it takes guts to be like, I'm just going to take a jump. I'm going to like screw up my entire schedule and change everything I'm doing, my daily routine. I'm just going to go do this for a little while. And you jumped in and you made it happen. And my God, my schedule got messed up. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man, I'm oh, so man. behind on so many things. Is, is, there, is there like something you will take away from this? That like... It, observing corridor how how we operate i mean it, it is a different thing obviously but like do you think you'll implement any any of these lessons or like i like i do think like i love the just attention to detail you guys put to everything like the thought process the big planning about it and i do try to like take that to some of the things i do now um not that i'm like terrible at bigger projects i've been planning them i've done that before but it's like the, the you you have to with so many people you have to be on the same page and like trying to bring that out to me and talking to my editors and getting like weekly meetings in there so like that's in the very boring business sense um in the other sense is like i'm clearly off the deep end with the ai stuff and i was <laughs> never even close to being a part of it until i got in here like uh, now i'm uh, now i'm literally like looking up uh, educational videos and lectures <laughs> on machine learning algorithms and like uh, neural networks and Gaussian processes. And I'm just like, I don't know. Whatever. And I would never be doing that otherwise. Same with electric awesome. bikes and unicycles. I'm going to break my <laughs> collarbone at some point in the future. Oh, yeah. When are we going to get you on a one wheel, dude? Come on. Uh, man, Come on. I, look, it, we've been trying. It, it just, just didn't happen. I tried as much as I could. All right. Like, oh, no. All right. All right. We'll, we'll, we'll make it happen. Yeah, Friday. Yeah. Okay. yeah. All right. So now that you graduated, did I? Did I graduate? I think okay. this is graduate. This oh, okay. is like the ceremony. You've gotten right? your There's... grades back, but we haven't. You yeah, haven't walked yet. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. You're probably gonna graduate. I haven't Not defended with... my thesis yet. Yeah. Yeah. Right, what's a uh, what's like your next big kind of post corridor thing that you want to do? I gotta make a movie. Nice. Um, I kind of like, uh, I already knew I kind of wanted to before in, but I kind of solidified it because it just is this realization that, um, cause I finished my, my project in space Mark Blair mm -hmm. and I learned a lot from that. And then I, I realized I was kind of waiting for permission to do a lot of things, especially when it came to movies. Like, Oh, I got to get a studio to sign up and negotiate that. I was like, wait, <laughs> I have the money to do this. I know how to do this. And then I realized like, <laughs> I know how to hire a crew. I know how to get a producer onto a project. I know how to write. I know how to edit and I know the right people to do post-production. I can make a movie. Yeah. Period. Yes. It sounds easy when I say it, but it comes with like that same thing. It was like, it's 10 years of exposure yeah. of doing this to get to this point. But I realized like, Oh shit, I, can, I don't have to wait for anybody's permission. Mm -hmm. And it's like, it's cool because that is the mantra here is like, you guys don't wait for anybody's permission. And, and technically speaking, I do, but with gaming videos. And so when it comes to like making a movie, an official big boy movie, um, I realized like, yeah, I could do it and I could do it just as well as anyone else. Yeah. So I'm going to do yeah. it. That's awesome. Yeah. It's like just being in something for so long. It's like those barriers to entry, they just start to dissolve because you're just like, Oh wait, I can do this. Like it's <laughs> that's such a good feeling. Yeah. It's also really easy to constantly like say like the reason I'm not doing that is because 
that I need a producer to give me the money or I need to have somebody write the script for me. Or it's like, you could just start writing the script. You could just make it for less money. You could like, you know, there's nothing really stopping you outside of me just being like, well, it's a really tall mountain and I just got to start walking, you know? Mm -hmm. That is what it's all about. I mean, I know people can get discouraged, especially artists nowadays could be like, why would I even start? And yes, it does get more burdensome the more people are out there making cool stuff in an instant. But that doesn't change the fact that the difference between someone making something and someone being like, hey, look at all these cool tools that are fun, but I haven't made anything is someone just decides to do it. Yeah. Just decide to keep going. They just decide to take those steps. And uh, then everyone else will be sitting on the sidelines being like, oh, I would, but it's just not my chance and watch them walk right by and mm -hmm. go off into the sunset. Yeah, that's yeah. like going back to stable diffusion and stuff. I think the artists that are like so opposed to it, I think they're going to get left behind a little bit, which sucks to say. But it's like if you're refusing to learn like the new tool or just do that thing and taking that step of being like, OK, you know what? I just got to learn this. I just got to dive into this then unfortunately you do get left behind and you do get, become the person that's left on the sidelines. Like, Oh, I would have done that. I just didn't Google. How do I install stable diffusion? You yeah. know, like <clears throat> it's uh the only person that can really, you know, push you forwards is yourself. Ultimately. Yeah. I mean, I feel like our generation, like I guess my generation really is like kind of the forefront of the generations where you can't at some point decide you're done learning. <clears throat> I feel like back in the day when things were a little bit slower, you can be like, I've locked in my specialty. I've refined my skill. I'm not going to worry about learning anything else. I'm just going to stay, stay in my lane, keep my skill as refined as it can be and be the ultimate craftsman. And I feel like these days, if you want to be the ultimate craftsman, you have to constantly be willing to stop using the tool you're using and learn a new tool. Whether it's moving from one 3D package to another 3D package to another 3D package or different editors or even different techniques from being like, I'm drawing it by hand to I'm using AI to enhance my workflow to literally inventing new workflows. Like you have to keep your brain flexible and it's really easy to like stop. And like, there's a lot of people now it's like, oh, I've invested so many points in after effects or anything. It's like, I don't want to shift gears. And like, I totally get that because it does take some time, but you also can't let your brain get to the point where it crystallizes and you can't shift gears. And if you want to take the time to learn a program and you're unable to, it's like, you're in a really bad spot in a world where it's not about being good at one thing it's about being good at learning all the new things they rapidly come out and just staying on top of all of it you know yeah. i'm like dreading and looking forward to the day that i'm like oh god i gotta learn this new program over nuke and like that was like <laughs> going from maya to blender for me because i was just like mm. there reached a point where i was like oh, i just i gotta learn blender like it's free it seems like it's like i don't know blender just it's like has this trajectory where it's like surpassing the industry standard it's programs. crazy it gen like it's, it's seriously it's like really it's exactly it. and same yeah. thing with like stable diffusion because it's like here have it take it yeah. it's so quickly iterating and just like every week is yeah. like a new thing where you're like oh god <laughs> like and it's daunting i definitely had like last week i was like oh no i'm falling behind on learning these ai image generation <laughs> things like it's crazy like yeah it's uh it is daunting of like we're on this curve of just like technology and like i feel like every release of blender that comes out there's some new add-on that's like Oh, this is crazy cool. Like now there's there's a plugin now for Blender where you can just generate tiling textures from Stable Diffusion. And like <laughs> it's crazy. Just in Blender, you're like, mm, I want a tile of a rock. And it's just like like seamless texture, perfect, 8K. <laughs> and you're like, what? <laughs> it's crazy, man. It's like, yeah, it's how do you stay ahead while also still getting good at what you're learning too? Because mm -hmm. it's like, it's so you just have to invest time. 
Like that's all it is. And learn to learn. Yeah. Yeah. I did hear something interesting about that whole thing about like our millennial generation um, being one of the first to like continue the learning process. And uh, someone pointed it out really specifically. It was like, Oh yeah, it's because the last generations didn't have access to constant learning. Like that <laughs> wasn't right. a yeah. thing. Yeah. You couldn't look up a tutorial. Open source wasn't a thing at all. There wasn't any software that could be iterated by your neighbor who happens to be an expert in yeah. like neural networks for mm-hmm. some reason because they watched a lot of YouTube videos. They watched um, a lot of anime. Yeah. <laughs> anime. Yeah. 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 Anime. But yeah, it's like it, it is one of those things where the realization that even like growing up and getting older i am still just as rabidly curious about new things as i was when i was a kid yeah and and like it's good because like the future generation is the same way gen z is gonna be the same way that whatever are they going back to a gen a after z <laughs> Does it recycle? i think or do so. we just make up new letters with hurricanes it's like they do loop back around i think it's, around, I think right? it's gen a i think it, or maybe it's like alpha generation or something like that <laughs> Ooh, that's, that's gonna sick. mess with some people if that's <laughs> yeah, right. the next generation is screwed the betas dude is, oh no <laughs> alpha just generation comes out with that chad face yeah. <laughs> um, oh that's no, good times <laughs> It's weird to think that that guy that's in like you know the Chad memes, he's just been walking around being him. I love that before the <laughs> memes existed. And yeah, he's just man. like, whoa, <laughs> the perfect human. <laughs> yeah, like what happens when he walks into a room? Oh, yeah, <laughs> they need to have a convention of all the meme people. They get oh. together, you know, via meme signings. I just have a feeling, though, that, like, he only, you know, I hate to hesitate to say this, maybe the picture of us, but I I imagine he only looks good in those pictures at that lighting at that angle. You're probably right. Whereas, like, in normal flat lighting like this, his features are extremely exaggerated. His chin is gigantic. His cheekbones are too high. He, he looked just... He'd look weird. I'm just, look, I don't want to, maybe I'm being mean. Maybe I'm being an asshole. Maybe I'm trying to be self-defensive about it, but I just feel like he'd look a little odd in a room. You know, the funny thing is, you're you're, you're probably right, but at the same time, he stepped in this room and like looked at us, we'd all be like, oh, Jesus, (laughs) Jesus, For some reason, I think he's like way up there. He's got to be like eight feet tall. Yeah. We keep looking at the ceiling when we mock. Holy shit. He's so alpha. Yeah. He's so alpha. <laughs> he's beyond. He's crazy. He's, he's, he's off the spectrum. <laughs> off the spectrum. Uh, I love that quote. I, thought, I love that video. That's, that joke went over a lot of people's heads. What, 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 <laughs> is that an onset? No, that was in the script. Okay, that was, that in, was the in the script, and we're like, we have to put this joke in the fidget spinners video. Yeah, man. Not everybody liked the joke either, but you know what? God dang it, then it's not a good joke if it doesn't piss at least one person off. Yeah. It's a yeah. very funny joke. <laughs> <laughs> so, Mark. Yes. You just got back from a vacation? A trip? A work uh, trip slash vacation. Uh, yeah, I was in okay. Korea. Uh, vacation because I got to see my family, and that was very important. Haven't seen since the beginning of covid um progressed a lot in terms of learning korean so i was able to actually have a conversation with some of my family members that's so cool that i've never had a conversation with wow that's the strangest thing to think about is um like uh my aunt emo is is aunt for on the mother's side um but i didn't know that's meant aunt i thought all of my aunts were named emo (laughs) it's like that's just what you call all of your aunts and when you have six aunts on one side (laughs) Um, but yeah, I went there for filming a documentary with my mom, 
And uh, that was a really interesting experience because, well, number one, because my mom has is not good at planning uh, logical orders of getting things, which is <laughs> troublesome because I did not know enough Korean to be able to help plan. Um, but number two, it's, it's great because I learned a lot about my family's history in Korea and where I came from because the book that my mom wrote is called Markiplier from North Korea, hmm. which is a very strange title. Um, <laughs> and it's the book's not even about me. It's it's just she she did she wrote it like that to you know that way people will click on it. <laughs> like she wrote it title it's before she published title. it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But uh, my grandpa, my grandfather, um, he was up before the Korean War. He was up towards the north border of north what is now north korea um near china uh he had he was from a wealthy family that owned land um and then he started to get rumors like they started to get rumors that the korean war was going down so his parents sent him and his brother south to run basically literally to run um because they knew something was up because they had had contacts and they were just like we can't all run but at least my sons will live because if the sons stayed, they would be recruited for the army and then sent off to war and die. Mm. Um, so they sent sons south, and my grandpa and his brother ran, literally uh, walked a thousand miles south. Mm. And as they were going, just war was like just about to break out. Things were mobilizing, everything was terrible. And like right as they got across the border, war broke out and Whoa. just lived in complete poverty, homelessness, struggling lost his brother because he went back up to try to find family never came back mm. um i think he even joined the military and and just like he got a my grandpa got a letter one day that was just like your brother was killed in combat mm. and he basically was like i don't want to live anymore all my family's gone all of them i mm. never and so he actually got on a train and went uh to go to the dmz where he was going to kill himself Hmm. Um, because he just didn't want to live anymore. But on that train, and this is where the story is like, it's it's one of those things where it's like you couldn't write it like this. People wouldn't believe it happened. On that train, uh, there was a family friend that had also fled from the same town that he was from that recognized him hmm. um, and knew his family, and knew him specifically. And the reason they knew him is because my grandpa has a limp. He had a, he, One leg was shorter than the other, uh, because he had, uh, this is why he couldn't join his brother to go into the military to fight, find mm. his family is because they wouldn't let him because he had a disability from his leg, mm. like giving him a limp. And so this guy recognized him on the bus and said, aren't you Mr. Chi? And he's like, I, I'm a friend of your family. Are you okay? Like, can I repay you and your family for all the kindness you get me? Gave him uh, like a job at a military base, uh, gave him a place to stay, try to get his feet back on there. My dad was in the army worked with uh on that military was in that military base met my grandfather got introduced to my mother literally all these chains of events and that's the literally the only reason i'm here mm -hmm. like tracing these mm -hmm. events of impossibility to yeah. get to me here today that's why it's called mark Blair from north korea the real reason but it's just like <laughs> these events wow yeah. Anyway, the documentary for that is coming out. Yeah, that was a, was a little bit, only a tiny snippet of it. It's way better. You better watch the actual documentary whenever it's coming out. Is that going to be on your Markiplier YouTube channel? I don't know where it's going to be, but uh, my mom said that she wanted it to be so successful she could buy a condo in Korea. So oh. <laughs> I got to figure out how to do that. So uh, ticket prices are going to be very expensive. <laughs> the ticket price is one condo. One condo. <laughs> we only need one buyer. One ticket. Yeah. yeah. That's now. Awesome, man.
have you done a documentary before? Um, I guess you could argue that like a lot of the stuff you did on like Unis Anas is like kind of reality documentary. I did an actual, we did an actual parody documentary. It was only 20 minutes, but it was like hunting he who we made it in. Uh, we filmed it in a day. I edited it in a 13 hour sprint. <laughs> Yeah. Um, but it was like it was a full documentary. Uh, those who know of hunt have watched Hunting He Who could say, Yeah, that's a, just as much of a documentary as any documentary <laughs> they've seen. Uh, so yes, I, I have, I know the general recipe. Yeah, okay, sweet. What was your role in this doc? Are you hosting? Were you uh, directing? Uh, Were you in Hunting He Who or this <laughs> one? <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> in the new one, but. Oh, I'm just like directing um, Ethan, my buddy. Uh, he was filming everything cool. um, and basically just like I'm directing it. I'll edit it and piece it all together. And wow. then I'll eventually sprinkle in some more stuff as needed for narration. But yeah, totally. just doing it for my mom because really cool. uh, I'm a good son. Heck yeah. <laughs> That's like major son points. Dude. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Let me make a documentary about our whole family. Like. Tell that to my yeah. mom. That's, That's like punching the ticket to favorite child. You're going to put like a DVD yeah. and you'll give it to her with like a hand-drawn cover. Like, okay, mom. It's, not, <laughs> it's not good enough because it's not a book, right? Because her she wrote a book and her English isn't her first language. So the book isn't like written well. And that's not an insult to my mom. That's literally a, a, amazing that my mom could write a book in her second language. But mm. it's not like well grammatically structured. Um, so I'd be like, this is better if you let me transform the story into a documentary, a movie, so people can really associate the visuals with it and see mm -hmm. it, meet family member over there and just really know what it is, like what Korean life was like and is now and the comparative difference. So it's like, and then, but my mom was just like, no book. And I was like, <laughs> um, it'll be better than a book. A book won't say, I don't know. And so it's just like, like mom, have you heard of this thing called novel AI? <laughs> there you go dude run it through i could honestly I could. Yeah. take your writing style run run it through and see uh see what you get from i could it. yeah it's just like i don't want to rewrite it yeah. it's, a, it's a disservice to my mom's efforts True. to rewrite it because it changes her voice but also it's just like it's so much work to write a book i just don't want to do it yeah <laughs> I'd rather make a movie totally that's super yeah. cool has your mom written a book before no her first wow yeah. wow wow yeah it's gutsy Oh man, my mom's done all things. Mom's mom's like me, where it's just like you just have an idea and you run with it, mm -hmm. um, and it's uh, it's infuriating to see it happen. Which I mean, that's how I built the workshop. Is like I literally, me and my buddy John had an idea. It was like we could rebuild it. <gasps> And then we just went with it. We barely even asked for permission. Did we ask for permission? No, uh, there no. was one. No, well, you know, it was Jake. Jake was just like, hey, if you're willing to pay for it, and I was like, deal. No, but that, that was like the permission where you're like, mom, dad, can I sleep over at like my friend's house? But you've already decided. It's yeah, just yeah, like, exactly. you just need the, you know, yeah, you you're already yes. packed. Yeah, you're already Sledgehammer. packed. Yeah. You're already there. Yeah. It was on. The phone, you're already yeah. like, you know, yeah. Yeah. You his mom said it's okay if I stayed overnight. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That was the one. Yeah. Yeah. Like they said it was okay. I swear I'll be home. <laughs> I did yeah. all my homework. Oh man. No, that's awesome, dude. So that was my mom with nursing school too. So she w was like, I want to be a nurse. I forget what the inspiration she saw a nurse and or had a really nice nurse when she was giving birth to me or my brother. And uh, she didn't even really speak English at that point, but she went into nursing school being like, if I memorize the book, I'll pass. She yeah. didn't know English. She memorized an English nursing book. Whoa. Everything, word for word, wow. and passed it, and also learned English at the same time wow. uh, from that. Like, my mom is incredibly smart, but also, much like me, incredibly 
Not dumb. That would be a bad son thing to say. <laughs> Illogical. Ah, oh, okay. At times. Hmm. Bullheaded, which is where I got it from, hmm. I suppose. Nice. Love you, Mom. <laughs> you think she listens to the podcast? No, she doesn't. <laughs> no. She <way>. will now. <laughs> yeah. She'll listen to the whole thing just for this part. Just mm. to hear about the book. That's awesome, dude. It's it's crazy, like I don't know. I don't know if you felt like this, but I feel very disconnected or have felt very disconnected from like heritage and stuff because we're all like, you know, Americans or that's what we are. Like we're all just multiple different heritages. Yeah. So it's it must be very cool to like go back to the actual places where all these little, like you said, happenstances that led to you being existing on this planet. Yeah. Like actually went down. It's something I've been meaning to do for a long time. Yeah. I think everybody should. That that history is there, whether you like it or not. Like no matter what it is, it's there. Like mm-hmm. for the longest time, like I kind of like forgot about my Korean side. You know, it was just a thing that my my family did every few years or so. We'd go back and see family, um, and then I'd see all these people that I couldn't talk to, and I'd be like, "All right, I guess." It wasn't. <laughs> it wasn't until a few years ago that I really, really tried to tap into it because the realization i've always said like oh, i'm half korean i'm half korean um but at the same time realizing that like i am korean like that is part of me and that's part of who i am and like my understanding my mother instead of just like tolerating my mom and her quirks and realizing like a lot of them just come from a different upbringing in an entirely different culture uh the way that she thinks makes so much more sense mm-hmm. when i realize the way that like korean people think like the 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 habits that they have the the kind of like care and attention that they put in different places and emphasis than like traditionally America does. Um, it's one of the, actually the closest to America. That's why they get along so well is, uh, because it's like this individualistic mentality in Korea, but it's also extremely communal mentality. It's, Mm -hmm. it's, it's like the Koreans are like this juxtaposition of so many different things that shouldn't mix. And yet they do. Mm -hmm. That's why North Korea is so like bizarre and South Korea is so like, like uh, prospering it's this dichotomy inside itself like it's a war Mm. inside these people so it's like really interesting does does any of what you just said make it through in the documentary because i think it should i'll I'll write it down now remind me i mean Uh, dude like (laughs) just that i mean that realization of like you uncovering quirks in your mom and actually having now an explanation culturally rooted that's an ending right there, bro. That's an ending. <laughs> that's, that's all I'm saying. Yeah, that's yeah. pretty good. All right, everyone watch this. Remind me because I'm going to forget. <laughs> Leave a comment down below to remind Mark. <laughs> well, in Reddit, exclamation remind me in so many days. That's really Hi, cool. future Mark, when you're listening to this podcast, to double check your notes for this part. <laughs> God, do I got to listen to the podcast? <laughs> we'll send you a clip. That's I'm just kidding. Yeah. I'll, listen. I'll listen. You need a highlight. Do you have a highlight channel? We don't. Ah, I got Quote it. Quote crude. Yeah, what is that happening? We actually we got the we got the channel name. Oh hell yeah! Wait, wait, or crude, crude. Yeah, like C R U D E. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. crud. Yep. Hopefully it's different. Yeah, I guess I can put it on there. So wait, what's this channel for? The whole idea for this channel is for us to have a place where we don't have standards. Yeah, it's low quality shit as opposed to high quality shit. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. But anyone in the crew could do it, right? Mm-hmm. That was the idea. Yeah, that's still is that the idea. Anybody here it. who makes something and just want to post it, and like, I mean, obviously, everyone can like if they make something, they can just post it on their own stuff if they want to. But if they're like, I'd rather tap into a little bit more of an audience just because I I want to. Like, 
the idea is to have this YouTube channel where you can, and it's just like, go for it. You know, there's no, there's no scheduled plan, branding, et cetera. It's just, you can make something, you throw it up there. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. That's really sweet. I think it'd be super cool. I'm glad that's happening. I really am. I <laughs> no, just post sweet. the password publicly and call it a day. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> a public YouTube channel. <laughs> public YouTube Dude, channel. I love that. <laughs> It'd get deleted so quick. Yeah. <laughs> you could just start blaming people's stuff. You know, you could have a little submission yeah. form. Yeah. Oh, Blimey. it would be like uh, our spaces, you know, on Reddit where people could just overwrite. Yeah, yeah. There's yeah. only Take one over. video that can be up there at a time. You have to delete the video. That's really funny. <laughs> That'd be so cool. Genius ideas. Genius. Dang it. We definitely got to rewatch this one. Yeah, yeah. I wrote my notes. Yeah. Yeah. But I like that idea. That was, oh, well, there's one of your contributions. There's a lasting impact from Mark. I hope so. Unless it's terrible and everyone hates it, then not me. It's just, Uh, it'll just live there. You know, mm -hmm. maybe, uh, maybe that's we turn, maybe we can merge that with the guillotine channel. I thought Mm. that's what you guys would have done, no? You didn't. No, I think oh, we the just guillotine got a new channel. channel still guillotine channel. I think it's still the oh, guillotine okay. channel. Yeah. Yeah. Someday it'll come back. I believe. Yeah, yeah. I like the guillotine channel. Oh, so did I. Yeah. <laughs> it'll come back when uh, you know when the revolution happens. Yeah. <laughs> it'll be like an oddly well, like like how many noodles can you cut? And it's like oh the beheading of the, <laughs> the dictator. <laughs> Wait, is that the governor? <laughs> yeah, the dystopian well, like revolution. The guillotine that is gone, so we'll have to, we have the blade though. So, I mean, it's true. anything can be a guillotine if you have a guillotine blade, right? It's true. You just put, like, <laughs> a streamer on it and drop it from high up and just... <laughs> the world is your guillotine. <laughs> Such a positive <laughs> ending on a positive note. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. I look forward to shitposting on that channel. I look forward to it, too. It'll be a good time. It's going to be mm-hmm. great. That's where we can put the quarter crew reacts to the Cobra Kai crew reacting to Cobra crew... Yes. Quarter, quarter yes, reacting exactly. to Cobra Kai. <laughs> Dude. Or we could just put that on the main channel. <laughs> I kind of feel like we should. I feel like it's main channel. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Is that a like that's. I feel like that's that's it, that's it ladies and gentlemen. That's, that's Do you, wanna, you guys want to play us out, maybe? Well, or I will say, I just want to, I guess I'll wrap it up, even though, like, obviously this isn't, like, your last day right here in this podcast, mm. but, you know, I guess from, like, a public video point of view, it's, like, it's been really cool having you here, and you taught us a lot, and I hope that, I'm sorry you didn't learn any VFX. <laughs> yeah, um, maybe next time. Maybe next time. But yeah. intern two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but we're always here to answer your questions if you need them. And yeah, it was just really cool having your creative energy here, and I hope that you found value in it because we certainly did. And it was yeah, it was kind of a gift from you to have you here. Oh, I mean the 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 feeling is completely mutual. Thank you so much for allowing me to invade the space a little bit. And and I know it, it, like like I said from the beginning, I didn't want to like interject any ideas you know into it, but it's just like. I, I get excited when I when I see like different things and like I get ideas like that and I, that's that's how people need to you know get ideas instead of being closed off and isolated yeah. like mine 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 like with Blender open source stuff it it thrives out in the open so don't be afraid except for uh, there's that one person on the the corridor digital that it will be very happy that I'm gone so you're welcome <laughs> <laughs> every week there's this one guy yeah, like oh, what is gonna end and I'm like all right so, okay, Mark most of all. Thank you for the idea of the laxative render challenge. 
Is that happening? I think. Oh, it's happening. Oh my goodness! <laughs> Finally, you gotta thank my buddy Ethan for that. It's really his idea, and I'm stealing it. So, it's, but happening? it's open source now, so I can't have it. When's it, uh, when's it happening? Oh no! Right now. Oh, yeah. It's Man, gonna be a secret. One hour. Yeah. <laughs> it's like look near Lacroix. These laptops come down from like. <laughs> <it's> like <laughs> Yeah, you spring on people and you put the computers on their lap an hour into it. Oh, and you're God. Like, you have, as, as, long a, as, as a man who have had a lot of laxatives throughout my life, it's not that bad. You gotta poop a lot. That's it. It's not painful. I don't know why everyone thinks it's like horrifically painful. It's just like, oh, I gotta go to the bathroom again. It's the ha- the fact that you have to go to the bathroom 20 times in oh, no. two hours. That sounds That's horrific. What... That sounds yeah, but it's awful. not painful. It's fine. You should definitely be able to do a VFX shot in between. Come on. Yeah. Or wear a diaper. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. It's your choice. How important is that VFX? See, there's so much drama in this video. <laughs> so compelling. Speaking of render challenges, last thing. The people that made the Irish board plank asset that you guys bought oh, yeah? explicitly sent us an email to be like, thank you so much for using our weird 3D video game asset. So we really appreciate it. Did they get a boost in sales? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. 3D plank industry is like the really $15. Right now, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. my God. Anyways. Worth every penny. <laughs> God, Peter's reaction to that. He's like, no, I really think we need this. Dude, yeah. That, uh, I that still haven't paid him back. <laughs> Filming those videos is so fun. Dude. Yeah. Like that, that whole like just trial by fire format is super mm-hmm. good. I want to continue that. Oh man, and just bring more people in. Like it doesn't done to me me each time. It's just like anybody could be in. I'm so glad yeah. you got Aaron in for the react. Yeah, dude, dude that's so good. Oh, that's amazing. Awesome. I didn't know he lane. made those. That's the you, thing. You, I I knew who he was. <laughs> I didn't know he made those cartoons. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> same, same here. I was like, yeah. Yeah, it's like, yeah, oh, yeah. that was you. Yeah, oh, no. my God. So cool. Yeah, yeah, no, the name of Ego Raptor was like a synonymous with me browsing Newgrounds back in the day. It's like yeah. I lived for his next upload. I was like, can't wait for it. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, man. It's and so then crazy. I met him in real life. What a dick, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, he's just weak. He's like a two layered celebrity. He has yeah. like this old, so like cool. this like shadow celebrity character he used to be. That, <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, he's. <laughs> It's like I'm not that man anymore. <laughs> you found a new form of success. No, it's super super Dude, I cool. I love that episode. Both yeah. uh, both uh, Sam and Ren were like, "What the heck is this episode going to be? Like, what are we going to talk about?" And then like we started filming, and it was just like it didn't stop. Like it, there was no dead space, and it just flowed. And you could tell they were super engaged. And yeah, yeah. it was so. Thanks for helping oh. with that. Oh no 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 nothing on me. It's just an idea. Yeah. One last question. Mm. Uh, do you want that desk when you leave? Or like, I, I'm gonna get it out Friday. I'm sorry. I, 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 oh, okay. Yeah, I, this, I feel so bad because I was like, yeah, if I get this desk in here and computer, I'll be able to record some videos while I'm at my internship. And then I literally move it in, and a week later, I'm like, I gotta go to Korea, and I don't come back for a month. I never filmed the video here. Not a single video Maybe here. Maybe this is the week. Maybe you can do one. Yeah. I could, no, I gotta go home. After this. <laughs> I gotta get that food truck on Friday. It's gonna be a lot of work. No, oh man, I feel, I feel so bad because it's been. An, I know it's been an eyesore. It's, it's like fine. It doesn't matter. I'm like, God, I want my corner behind the couch bags. Yeah, right? I'm sorry, guys. I know so, that's your nap space. Yeah. Oh man, Look at, what is you this? The bag back there. It's ruining the feng shui, man. I love the bag right there. The desk being displacing the bean bag. I know that we were supposed to end this podcast like a minute ago, but. 
Jake does not like the beanbag. <laughs> he really wants to get rid of the beanbag. No. And I have held on to the thing. I've fought Jake for it for like six to seven years now. And it makes me proud that it is here in the <laughs> middle of the floor, smack dab in front of everybody, where I can just flop onto it at a moment's notice. It's my favorite part of the office. Keep corridor yeah. chill. Keep corridor chill. Yep. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Why would you get rid of a beanbag? It's big and floppy and takes a lot of space. No, actually, yeah, I had the same realization. I used to have a beanbag in my office that I had. And then we quickly realized, like, this is the biggest waste of space. Yeah. The couch is so much more comfortable to me. <laughs> but I get it. I, I appreciate you sticking by your guns. Yeah. Boom, boom. That should be it. All right, that's it. Bye, everybody. Boom, boom, Bye.